thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad you're joining us today for Jesus the Healer. We believe that the Word holds answers for our lives every time we hear it. Yes. Don't you know that? So yes. we say this, release your faith as you hear the Word taught today. And anything that God would say to you, take note of it. That's right. Amen. Yes. Take note of it. Because when God says something or impresses something on our heart, it's because our life calls for it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We've been teaching on... Really, we're talking about faith, but we're talking mostly about a flow that affects our faith, mm -hmm. and that's the flow of walking in love. Yes. Because whether we know it or not, our faith and our love are divinely connected. Yes. One cannot function properly without the other. Yes. And so we receive from God. Anything we need from God in our lives, we receive it by faith. He's already provided it, mm -hmm. but it's faith that receives what yes. He's provided. Right. It's right. faith right. that takes possession Yes. of what he's already provided. Right. And um, the word tells us that faith comes by hearing, mm -hmm. but faith does not work by hearing. Right. Yes. How does faith work? Faith works by love. Amen. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God or hearing what God says to us. But faith works by love. These two, faith and love, move hand in hand together. Amen. One can't move forward without the other. Yes. And let, well, let's just say this. Our faith can't work without our love being in place. Amen. You know, there are people that they may be skilled at walking in love, but they don't know really how to release their faith for the things that belong to them. Yeah. Right. Their love can still operate, mm -hmm. but their faith not. But mm -hmm. faith can never go beyond the operation of love. That's right. good. Amen. Because faith only works by love. Amen. And so this is what we've been looking at and it's helping us. So go back, watch previous episodes if you've missed any of them, because um, there's just a lot that we've been able to say and uh, we want to get it all. <laughs> Amen. We want to get it all. Um, Brother Hagen, who was our spiritual father for decades, he made this statement. I count more on my love walk to keep me healthy than on my confessions of faith. Mm -hmm. So basically he's saying to us, I make sure I'm on love's territory. Yes. You know, when you're on love's territory, everything that belongs to the flow of love, you can easily partake of. Yes. Healing is a flow of love. Yes. Partaking of answers and peace and joy and victory. All of that is a flow of love because it came out of God. Yes. Anything that's, uh, that comes out of God is the flow of love. Amen. Anything that comes out of the enemy is the flow of sin. Amen. And so as long as we're either on love's territory or we're on sin's territory, 
depending on whose territory is depending is going to show what the flow of our life is going to be. That's right. That's right. So uh, we want to make sure we're on love's territory, and that's what Dad Hagen was saying. He said, uh, "I count more on my love walk to keep me healthy." than on my confessions of faith. Meaning this, when I'm on love's territory, then my faith will work. But if I get off of love's territory, my confessions of faith won't go anywhere. They will not work because faith works by love. Faith confessions work because we're walking in love. Amen. Amen. Dad Hagen also made this statement. If symptoms show up, the first place I check is my love walk. Meaning, am I walking in love? Because when we're not walking in love, no no matter how strong our faith is, it can't can't work beyond the flow of love. Now, um, we were talking about in a previous episode, and I want to pick up where we left off, but we were saying something, something to the effect of when we step off of love's property, we step onto sin's property. Right. And what's on sin's property? Well, the devil can attack us. Sure. Um, <clears throat> if we step off of love's property, love's territory, we step out of the flow of love. Mm-hmm. We're not walking in love. Um, and we realize, wait, what I just said that was a step outside of love. What I just did, that was a step outside. What I just thought, that was a step outside of love. Repent as quick as you can. Get back onto love's territory. You know, um, you can say, you can walk, you don't want to walk on the the boundary. The boundary line of love Mm -hmm. and sin. Get away from the sins line. Get away. (laughs) Just get away. Don't walk so close to the to the flow of the world, the flow of sin. Don't don't get anywhere near it. You know, the more mature you are in Christ, the further away you stay from what's wrong. You don't you don't live as close as you can before you get off of right territory. You stay far away from that, if I could say that, that line where you stepped over the line. Um, But if you realize, wait a minute, I just stepped into sin. At at a moment's notice, stop right there. Judge yourself. Say, Father, I repent. And when you repent, you get back onto love's territory and the the devil can't attack you. But the longer we take to repent, the more opportunity the devil has to attack us. We're giving him more time to attack us because we're on his territory. Amen. Amen. So we've said this, love is a security system to your life. Amen. 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 It's a security system uh, that we must not step over. We must not compromise that security system of love. When walking in love, no intruder can gain entrance to anything that's under our authority. And if it, if it tries to gain entrance, we can easily back it off because we're, we're still on love's territory and our faith will work. Uh, but if we step off of love's territory and then we try to use our faith, then we wonder why isn't, why doesn't it seem that I'm getting results? Well, Whose territory are you standing on? Are you on love's territory where faith works or are you standing on sin's territory where faith doesn't work? Amen. 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 Now, um, if someone is having physical problems, um, thank God for the different times we've been able to receive medical help. You know, there have been a lot, a lot of people who their lives were lengthened because they were able to use medical help. But God has a higher flow for us. Amen. 
And uh, we should always be developing ourselves so that we stay in the higher flow, mm-hmm. right. living in health, mm-hmm. living under that flow of divine healing. To stay under the flow of divine healing, we have to walk in the flow of divine love. We can't step outside of love and think that we're going to have a flow of divine healing Mm -hmm. because healing is a flow of love. We step out of love, we've stepped out of healing. Amen. Amen. So we thank God for medical help that we may have received in a time of need. But I tell you what, no medical issues can continue if there's a door open to the devil. Yes. Yes. Right. Amen. 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 Through failure to walk in love. Anytime we fail to walk in love, there's an open door to the enemy. Yes. Why? Because yes. we're on his territory right. and we're within striking distance, right. so to speak. Right. Um, so make sure that it's not just about if there's a medical issue that you're having tended to use your faith. Add your faith because God will speed up the healing process. He will help you. But also check Make sure I'm staying on love's territory so that my faith will work and God can speed up this medical process that I'm receiving. But like I said, there is such a thing that God, God wants us to learn to flow and walking in divine health. Amen. Now, um, we may be as laymen that serve in their local church or as ministers that have worked in the ministry for years, just know this. We can never substitute our work that we do for God as a substitute for walking in love. We can't say, well, you know, I've served God for years. That doesn't mean we've been walking in love for years. (laughs) Right? I've served in my local church. We cannot exchange our work for the Lord with our walking in love. Right. And sometimes people say, why did God let this happen to me? I don't know. I mean, I've, ser- I've been part of the church for years. I've served God for years because serving God for years is not a substitute for walking in love. Amen. We must walk in love with all people and not become combative in our relationships, in our marriage, with relatives, with neighbors, on the job, or anyone else. Uh, My husband used to make this statement. He'd say, if you've got a fighting spirit, always fighting other people, it will catch up with you, and you will have physical problems. Why? Because a fighting spirit, people have fought their way off of love's territory. Onto sin territory. And when we're on sin's territory, we 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 get attacked with what's on sin's territory. Listen, the commandment of love is a spiritual law that cannot be violated, omitted, or overlooked. It's to govern us. And it's to govern our daily lives, and it will also govern our health life. The health that we walk in. Uh, Go with me, if you would, to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Paul is writing, and I want you to see what this is how divine love thinks. Because divine love is so different than human love, natural love. Divine love thinks differently. And Paul writes in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. He says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, 
if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Paul gives us a checklist Mm -hmm. of criteria that must be met before we allow something in our thought life or something in our words. It doesn't just have to meet one of these things. It has to meet all of these things. It must not just be true. It must be pure. It must be just, lovely, uh, honest, of good report. A thought or a word must meet the entire list, this checklist. It may be true, but if it's not lovely, it's not worth thinking about. If it, it may be true, but if it's not lovely, it's not worth telling to someone else. Divine love, this is what governs divine love. This criteria, all of these things are met in divine love. One minister told of a time that they were having a conversation with other ministers and someone's name came up and this minister had, was personally there when a certain, a certain person had said something and they repeated what they saw mm-hmm. of this one person. And the moment they did, although it was true, yeah. it wasn't lovely. And the moment they said that, they said the Spirit of God said to them, if you're going to keep talking like that, you're going to end up sick. Mm. Wow, Wow. Wow. amen. Yeah. Said you're going to end up with physical problems. Mm -hmm. Why? What they said about someone, they heard personally. They saw personally, but it wasn't lovely. Mm. It did not make that person look good. Mm -hmm. So love always makes the other fellow look good. Amen. Amen. Well, I bless God. I know they did that. I know they said that I was there and I heard them, but does it make them look good? Because when something is unlovely, it needs to die with us. That means it doesn't go past us. It doesn't go beyond us. We're not, we're not broadcasting. You know, one of the things I appreciate about God, he's not a gossip. I so appreciate that I don't have to wonder, is God talking bad about me to somebody else? (laughs) He's not going to expose someone in a bad light. Why? Because divine love always makes somebody else look good. And it's silent. If if, If what could be said isn't good, then love is silent. It doesn't say anything. Amen. Let's go to 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 10. And my, 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 this is an important verse. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. It reads, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Look at that. Don't we want to love life? We want to be, we want to jump out of bed in the morning excited, not drag ourselves dreading the day, but loving life. Amen. We want to see good days. How many of you know a sick day is not a good day? A broke day is not a good day. It's not as good as it should be. A troubled, a mentally troubled day is not a good day. He connects our good days to our mouth, to our mouths. He connects loving life to the words we say. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. So Amen. 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 If we are to love life, 
and see good days, we have to watch and guard what we do with our mouth, with our tongue, That's what right. we say. Oh, That's right. Amen. Amen. Because let me tell you, the flesh wants to tell it. The flesh wants to tell it. The flesh wants to tell how somebody treated it. The flesh wants to rehearse and make somebody know how, what you did to me. I remember years ago, probably over 25, maybe 30 years ago, somebody had said something. Um, somebody close to me had said something that I thought, and they said it around other people. And I thought, you know, if there was an issue, you should come to me. Let's talk, let's talk about it, right? So I said to them later by themselves, I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, listen, if there's, if there's a problem, come talk to me. I want to know. I didn't, you know, I want to know and I want to fix it. But the way you did it, you just said it in front of other people. And on the inside of me, I had a scratching. Don't do that. And I thought, Oh, no, I'm on the Word. I'm on the Word. <laughs> I thought, no, because the Bible said if, if someone offends you, go to them privately. I'm not going to say anything publicly. I'm going to go to them privately, and I'm going to say, listen, next time just tell me. Talk to me. And I had that scratch, and I thought, no, no, I'm on the Word. <laughs> Anybody ever been there, or is it just me? And so I, then when I saw them, I said, listen, you had said something in front of people. And I said, I'd have been glad to correct or fix that, but you should have come to me and not said it. And I, you said it in my hearing in front of all these people. And I could tell it just went off their water, went off their back like water off a duck's back. Meaning this, they didn't, they didn't care what I said to them. And they walked out of the room. And, um... When they walked out of the room, God said, I want to talk to you. And I said, all right. <laughs> Why? Because I thought I've done according to the word. I talked to him privately. Right. And God said to me, what verse were you standing on? I said, Though, if, if someone offends you, go to him privately. And he said, that verse isn't for you. He said, not every verse in the Bible is for you. He said, that verse is for someone who took offense. And he said, I don't, I don't permit you to take offense. Oh, wow. I expect more of you wow. than for you to take offense. Yes. Why? Because see, I had come into more light than right. someone who takes right. offense right. doesn't have the light. Right. Right. I had the light. That's why I had the scratching. Right. Yeah. So just because we can find a verse, <laughs> does, sometimes God expects us to have grown past some verses. Does that make sense? Yes. Some things are written. Some things are written uh, to the world. But when, as we grow, and like I said, this was about 25, 30 years ago or so now, and even then, God expected you know more. I put more in you mm -hmm. than that. Mm -hmm. right. And He said. He said, I expected you to walk in love and love would have never even noticed what that person said. Yes, I repent. I repent. That's part of growing up. Right. 
That's part of learning to walk in love, that when God corrects you, you take the correction instead of, instead of just defending yourself. At first, I was defending myself because I thought, no, that's scripture. But he said to me, all scripture is not for you. That scripture is for someone who took offense. I expect you not to take it. He that would love life and see good days, let him not take offense. <laughs> let, what, what's that say? Let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that speak no guile. See, it was evil for me to even correct them because it was a correction of someone who took offense. Well, we're growing up. I said we're growing up. Go with me, if you would, to Psalm chapter 141. Psalm chapter 141, and we're going to read in verse 3. Psalm 141 and verse 3. Um, the psalmist writes this. He said, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. What's he mean by that? The Holy Spirit will help be a watch over our mouth. Meaning this, whenever I was going to have that conversation, the Holy Spirit was trying to help me watch my mouth. I had that scratching on the inside. What was that love trying to constrain me? Because I thought talking to them was appropriate. But love was saying, you're beyond that. You should not have even noticed that. But I overstepped that. And so we see this, the Holy Spirit will help us, but we can't overstep when he's helping us. He he will notify us. We'll we'll sense him trying to get our attention. Don't say that. Don't do that. But even though there's a watch there, we have to listen to the watch. We have to listen to him and not overstep him. He can't keep us from saying something. That's not his job. He will only, he will only, if I could say this, he will only um, help us recognize Mm -hmm. that what we're getting ready to say is wrong. The love within us constrains us, but we still have to yield to that love. Then Proverbs chapter 30 in verse 32, and this is the Amplified Classic Translation. Proverbs 30, verse 32, it reads, If you have thought evil, lay your hand upon your mouth. Mm-hmm. Look at this. We see two things referred to. If, you, if you've thought evil, talking about your thought life. Mm-hmm. Lay your hand over your mouth. Now it's talking about your words. Yeah. Your thought life and your words. So it shows us this. If something is, you're allowing yourself to think on something that isn't right, make sure it doesn't reach your mouth. Because once it comes out your mouth and it becomes words, it takes on a whole new existence. It does matter when something is no longer just in your thought life, but now you put words to that. Now you've given motion and movement to wrong things. So if you've thought evil, Lay your hand over your mouth. Mm-hmm. When, there are some times that you go, mm. yes. <laughs> because you know, wait a minute, I'm going to have to get this thought dealt with and I need, my, I need time to get this thought in a moment. I got to have to deal with yes. this Amen. thought before it comes out my mouth because the mouth wants to right. 
The tongue wants to, the flesh wants to say it. The flesh wants to tell it. And so uh, thank God for the help of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Thank God for the help of the Holy Ghost. We must catch a wrong thought and cast it down before it ever reaches the mouth. For once it's spoken, it enters a different realm and it will open the door to the devil on our lives. He that would love life. He that would want to see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that speak no guile. Do you know that our tongue is connected to our health? Our tongue is connected to long life, good living. Amen. 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 So all of this is about walking in love. Aren't you glad we're learning? We're learning. And we can always, we can always mature more in our love walk. We can always mature more. We need to let love be our, our tutor, our guide. The Holy Ghost is in us as our guide, but the love of God will constrain us. What's that mean? The love of God will help instruct us. Don't do this. Don't say that. Don't go here. Don't go there. Amen. Amen. Well, we're so privileged that we get to come and minister the word to you. And before we go off the air today, I want to take a moment and pray with you. There are those of you who you say, Pastor Nancy, through hearing the word taught, I'm recognizing some places that I need to, uh, I need to correct. I need to adjust. Well, join the club. We're all making our correction. And we thank God for loving us enough to correct us. Amen. Amen. And so we take the time to make those corrections and make those adjustments. But uh, how many of you know it doesn't have to take long to correct ourselves? You know how long it has to take? The moment we make a choice. And the moment we make a choice, we can get back onto love's territory. What we choose puts us right back onto love's territory. Even if we have to go to someone and make something right, we can still be back on love's territory until that transaction happens. Right? And that's with our choice. I choose to walk in love. I know you choose to walk in love. So I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for my, for my friends, my partners, those who love the word that are watching today. I thank you that your power is working in them, but greater than this, your love is flowing in them. And so Father, we yield to the flow of love. And because we're on love's territory right now, we judge ourselves to make sure we're operating in love, that we bring ourselves in line with the law of love. Now we're in the place where we can receive healing. So we receive our healing. Satan, I tell you, take your hands off their body. Take your hands off your, off their minds. Take your hand off their life in Jesus name and you be free in Jesus name. Amen. Well, we've been teaching out of our book called Love the Great Quest. We want you to get your copy because it will be a blessing to your life. And you know, you got to hear these things over and over and over for them to take root in you. So this this book will help you help you do that. You can go to our website at defrayministries.org or you can go to jesusthehealer.org and you can order your copy there. And until next time that we see you, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit defrayministries.org. Love is to lead and govern us, and we are to make it our quest to pursue the way love leads. Victories await us as we learn to walk in the truths of divine love found in this book by Nancy Dufresne. 
Order Love, The Great Quest, now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you have received a healing or have any other testimony to share with us as a result of this broadcast, we would love to hear about it. Please call us, write us, or contact us through our website. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.